Cheer up, dude. It's Christmas. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Keep the change, you filthy animal. You must believe in Mr. Kringle and keep right on doing it. You must have faith in him. From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games, right? Right, right, right. Ah, uh, fragile. They must be Italian. Oh. Me on vacation? On Christmas Eve? Where's your Christmas spirit? Tis the season to be merry. What's a Christmas cram? I want one. Merry Christmas, one and all! Christmas stuff. Christmas stuff. <laughs> it's Christmas time. It's um, the most wonderful time. <laughs> Not in 2020. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be the best Christmas present is getting this year over with. Welcome, everyone, to our Christmas holiday special Muggle with a Mic episode. Hey, Phil. Yay. Hey, Katie. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you excited for Christmas? I am very excited for Christmas. It's hard to believe it's December already. I know. It was March yesterday. I know. It's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I do feel like this year has been the fastest year of my life. Yeah, it is. And uh, um, we actually had snow, which is unusual. Like, we had a pretty good snow the other day. Yeah, no. Um, someone who lives in Cleveland that I know uh, had 22 inches of snow in one day. And and that was how much? 22 inches. That's amazing. Yeah, overnight. Yeah, that's, uh, I think we got like maybe three inches, maybe four. But yeah, 22, they, they get the award. Yeah, that's called the lake effect effect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm excited for Christmas, even though it's a little bit different this year. And Thanksgiving was different, but <clears throat> we do that all just so that we can, you know, have Thanksgiving and Christmas next year. So, yeah. So we're going to we're going to go over on this episode. We're going to talk about our favorite actor who played Scrooge. Yes. We're going to also go over our favorite Christmas movies, our top five favorite Christmas movies. Yes. And then we're going to round it all off with a quiz all about Christmas movies. Oh, and we also have our favorite non-Christmas Christmas movie. That as well. Yes, as the icing on the cake. Yes. Yes, because yes. we, we know everybody always has that movie that's not really a Christmas movie, but they watch it around Christmas and it kind of ties in with Christmas to them. Yeah, or it, you know, you watch it during Christmas time, and or it came out during Christmas time, yeah. and that's just part of your tradition. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's start off with some movie news, real quick. The major movie news is I that HBO. What is yeah. it? Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna ahead. say HBO. No, I was yeah. gonna say H HBO uh, Max. Mm -hmm. uh, Warner Brothers is going to release all their movies for the next year, the 2021 season on HBO Max, and yeah. uh, and simultaneously release them at theaters. Not that anybody will probably go see them at the theater. And then I guess apparently they're going to maybe be on HBO Max for about a month, and then they're they'll go to like where you can rent them for money. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, 17 films will be on there for 31 days. So the, the date they're supposed to hit theaters, they'll be on HBO Max for 31 days that you can um, pay for it and watch it. And that includes Matrix 4, Suicide Squad, and Dune. Um, and Wonder Woman will be going on there as well on December 25th. Which, that's just kind of a weird, kind of Concept. weird strategy. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like that people, you know, once it's, on HBO Max, it's going to be pirated like crazy and nobody's going to, you know, they aren't going to make any money on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I doubt the theaters are super duper excited about it. And I'm sure that the people that can't go to the theater are excited about it. But it's kind of yeah. like, yeah. I mean, they found out that's what they had to do during 2020. They just, oh. they delayed, delayed, and then finally released it on digital. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to imagine how much money they're hemorrhaging uh, the studios because usually when they go make a movie, they borrow the money to do it. So they're paying interest on all that. I mean, you have a movie that's like cost $200 billion to make and it's just sitting there for a year and they're having to pay interest on that money that they borrowed. I mean, they, they have to do something to get some of that money back. But yeah. Yeah, but I just, I really don't think, like, on some of the bigger blockbuster movies, they'll make their money back. Just because, like I said, once you put it out where people can record it, they won't They're make their money back They're just trying to break even it. at this point. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Breaking yeah. even would be a success. So I think, I think movie theaters are going to kind of, the future is going to be releasing everything digitally, I think, but... I wonder if like big city movie theaters will do worse than small town because there's, you know, less people and they're more likely to go to the theater in the rural areas. Um, well, but maybe the cities, because there's higher population, will struggle more. Well, I, th I think there's truth to that because, I mean, look at New York. I mean, typically their theaters are do pretty well. But I mean, I, I mean, right now they're even locking everything down. So mm -hmm. even if you wanted to, I think I think there's a lot of the major cities are still locked down so they couldn't. You know, they aren't even allowed to. Yeah, I think the smaller ones can probably get a, get by with with more. But, you know, just counting on the smaller theaters isn't going to uh, pay the bills, I don't think. But It's just so it's un unpredictable and we don't know when it'll get back to normal. But hopefully, right. hopefully it will and, and soon. But we got to do our due diligence to get it get to there. Yep, because there are several movies that I was like really looking forward to. To see him this I year, know. so that Wonder Woman one, I was so excited for it. I mean, I'm probably get HBO Max and then get HBO Max and watch Nick Reynolds in Search Party season three. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not that familiar with HBO Max. Is that like a, a premium service, or do you have to pay? Is that like a rental service of HBO, or how how does that work? I don't think work? anybody truly knows <laughs> because what's the difference between that and HBO Go? Yeah, I don't know. HBO Now or whatever. Uh, look at the Disney Channel. I mean, you have to pay what eight ninety nine or something like that for a month, and then they had Mulan, and then you still had to pay additional thirty bucks on top of that. I feel like it's almost like you know, wasn't there like there's an H HBO, HBO two, and all that stuff on cable. There used to be multiple ones, so I almost feel like they made a second streaming service to get more money out of people. Maybe it's a more premium service where you pay more, and they have newer movies. Or if it's something where you're going to have to pay, like you said, with Disney, where you had to pay for the service and then pay extra money to rent that particular movie. So I'm not sure how that right. works. It'll be interesting to see um, how that pans out for them. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, because, I mean, they have TV series on there. Like I was saying, Nick's Search Party series is on there, but I don't think it's on HBO. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. So... I don't, I don't know. It's confusing and I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I guess I'll, I'll find out if they drop enough movies on there that I want to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next thing on my movie news was I had Mando, but we talked about it already, but it was yeah. really, I haven't watched the latest episode, but I did watch the Ahsoka episode. Yeah. And, it was <laughs> and, yeah we're going to do a follow-up episode. Um, maybe towards the end of December, first of the year. Just talk about the yeah, season. Once all the episodes are out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I got this. I don't know what this is, but I wrote it down because I thought you might, Phil, because it involves gaming. Did you ever play a game called Metal Gear Solid? Uh, briefly, I okay. played uh, like one or two of them, but I wasn't a huge diehard fan like some people are. Okay. Well, they're apparently making a movie. Oh. Yeah, and okay. Oscar Isaac is going to play Solid Snake. Solid Snake, yeah. He, he, he'd do a good job. Okay. I have no other information than that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just hope um, like it does well. I mean, I know typically video game adaptations don't do so well on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's typically because they, they just uh, abandon the story that's there and kind of come up with some you know, weird story that really doesn't make sense. It kind of alienates the fan base, but Hey, I hope it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Witcher, I mean, people like the Witcher. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's an idea for a future podcast. We could talk about like uh, the top uh, video game adaptation movies. I can't talk this evening. Uh, The the best of the best. Or or the, the worst of the worst as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. And sometimes those are good just because they're so bad. They're good. Um, okay. And then I just wanted to say a little thing. I've been watching this awesome show. I found it out and, it, and it's free. It's on BYU TV, which is a, you can, um, download the app for that, but it's a show called the show offs and okay. they basically it's 30 minute episodes and it's a whole improv sketch and oh. the audience gets to vote on how the story, you know, plays out. And then they 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 dress up in the costume of the theme that the audience votes on. Okay. Um, so it can be like a musical, sci-fi, fantasy, western, all kinds of different things. But I've been watching it. There's three seasons, and I just I've been laughing out loud to it. <laughs> and what channel is that on? It's it's BYU, so it's Brigham Young University. And I don't know if it's their theater department or something, but it, I mean, the production quality of the show is like you're watching cable, cable TV. And so it, it just, it's a funny show and it's free and they have some other things on there that I'm going to go look around on there and see what they have. But I was going to say, it doesn't, really uh, it doesn't star Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles and Wayne Brady. Does it? <laughs> no, Drew Carey's not there either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sounds really familiar, but I mean. Well, so it's unlike that where they do different kind of like games along with it. This is just the audience chooses what the storyline is and then they play out a whole story like over 20 minutes. All right. That sounds good. I have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. All righty. So why don't we get into our favorite character that uh, played Scrooge? Okay. So we're going to flip a coin and see who goes first. (laughs) 
<laughs> I will defer to you, Philip. <laughs> okay, I think probably my favorite is Patrick Stewart. How much? Maybe put you down for Mrs. Scrooge. Nothing. You, you wish to remain anonymous. I wish to be left alone. I don't make merry myself at Christmas time, and I can't afford to make idle people merry. I support those institutions I have mentioned, and I expect the poor to make use of them. Those who are badly off must go there. Okay, okay. Um, which he was on, what, 80? He did, like, a Christmas story on 80? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that um, one. That's my mother's it was favorite, a, yeah. I think. Um, which he is known for uh, doing that every year, just a one-man theater show. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's done it for quite a few years, but they, they did do a, a TV adaptation. So that, that would be my favorite. I have a runner-up. Oh, okay. Would be uh, Bill Murray and Scrooged. Oh, you got my number one. <laughs> oh, did I? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's my number one. <laughs> Way to go, Phil. Uh, I was worried that we might. Because we didn't discuss, we haven't discussed any of these, um, like what our picks are. So I'm sure that we might have some that kind of lap, overlap between the movies and, mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. We've already started. Yeah. We, we have. No, but yeah, Bill Murray, uh, I just, I, I guess as a kid, I never really watched, I mean, maybe The Muppet Christmas Carol with, um, oh, what's Kane. his name? There you go. That's probably the first one I saw. Um, but if I have to watch anyone who plays Scrooge, I'm going to pick Bill Murray every time. It's Christmas Eve. It's, it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We... We we smile a little easier. We 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 share a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. Yeah. What? Well, so I did a I did a little bit of research, meaning that I found an article, one article, <laughs> and it, it's from Collider.com, and they they rank their top actors who have played Scrooge. What's and like your top five? The, so Scrooge from it, which is a 1935 version of it, which is like one Albert of the very Kenny? first ones. Is that Albert um, Kinney? Let me look. No, so Seymour Hicks is in the role oh, of Scrooge. Okay. okay. Um, it's it's directed by Henry Edwards, but yeah, it's from 1935. Okay. No, their next one is the 1971 version of A Christmas Carol, and that has Alistair Sim playing Scrooge. Okay. Uh, it's a cartoon, actually. Um, oh, okay. Their next one is our favorite, Bill Murray, in Scrooged. Okay. From 1988. And then their following one, oh, this is one that I remember, is the 1984 Christmas, A Christmas Carol um, with George C. Scott playing Scrooge. Oh, I remember that one, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I sure do. And is it is that five? I think that no, one more. That's four. There's one more. So then their next one is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Ah, uh, Michael Caine. With Michael Caine. So yeah, that's that's their top five. They've done so many versions of that because, like Disney, even did one with uh, Jim Carrey as Scrooge. I mean, that was. Mm, 
early 2000s or like, yeah, I think it was in the 2000s. Wait, was that the one that's Disney. kind of like 3D, like a Pixar type, but it's not Pixar? Yeah, I think um, Robert Zemeckis did it. Uh, so I think he, he did it like yeah. after he did like uh, the Polar Express. So it's yes. that's kind of like Uncanny Valley kind of. Well, I mean, it's not that bad, but. 2009, A Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. Which he directed Back to the Future, you know. Boom, boom. Sorry, I was going to sing it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no. Well, so the interesting, the most interesting thing on this article is at the very top, they have the very first ever recorded version of Scrooge, but it's called Marley's Ghost, and it's from mm. 1901. Wow. I know, and it has, um, it's, they don't know the name of the actor playing him, but it's directed by a guy named Walter R. Booth. And I'll, I'll share the link to the video on our Facebook page, but it's such a neat video to watch. Cause it's so, I mean, it's a hundred year old video. Yeah. And it's very short. It's only like, I think like six minutes long or something like that, but it's just very neat watching a video of that time. Yeah. I have to, yeah, I have to check that out. I have to get on the link and check it out. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. But yeah, so we both concur on Bill William um, Murray. Yep. And you like Patrick Stewart. Yep. I think they're yep. two good choices. Two very different. Have you seen uh, Patrick Stewart's version? Yes, yeah, I used to watch it on TNT when I was okay. like in high school. I because it's that far back, right? I guess it was TNT and not a and &E. I thought it was a and &E. But oh, it, is, yeah, it yeah. was TNT. It was TNT. It was explosive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so okay. there's yeah. our... There's our uh, Scrooge uh, choices. Now let's go on to our our top five Christmas movies. All right. I'm going to let you go first since I went first on the last one. I saw your thunder with Bill Murray. Way to go. I feel very unthunderous. <laughs> no. Okay. So, well, I won't, I won't say that one. I'll say this one for last. But I, this is in no particular order because I can never put things in order because I like all of these movies. And I, if you wanted to sit down and watch them with me i would watch them no hesitation yeah i'd like to i'd like to go into this like framing this whole thing saying there are so many great christmas movies it's hard to narrow it down to five so uh these are just off, off the top of our heads yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. these, are, these more, are kind but... of watch every year but i mean i like i said man there's so many good christmas movies and i love them all but there you go. All right. So my first one um, that probably I've seen most more than any of the other ones on this list is Home Alone, because um, Sarah mentioned it on our last episode. But Home Alone just is, I think, the epitome of Christmas movies. Where's your mother? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I've seen that quite a few times. Yeah, uh, I, 
I think as a kid, I always wanted to be Kevin, where I had the house to myself. I made myself microwave dinners. I went to the store and bought a toothbrush, but actually stole it and ran away from the (laughs) cops. And I set up my own Christmas decorations. And then to top it all off, I protect my household from invaders. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's slapstick humor. That's, it's, uh. It is uh, pretty funny, though. I mean, because like half the stuff that they, I mean, it's like kind of three stooge violence, but they probably would have been dead after the first booby trap <laughs> in real life. <laughs> the paint can to the head would have truly yeah. caused some problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the burned, the burned hand on the door handle. Oh, oh gosh. It was great. Oh, yeah. and then, but, yeah. but then it, it also, I mean, even as a kid, I noticed. The the it taught you to accept people that were different than you. Like that little old man, he was scared of him at the beginning. Yeah. And then he it's don't judge a book by its cover. He may look intimidating and scary to a kid, but then you find out, you know, he's in church with his granddaughter, watching his granddaughter, and he's a nice guy. So it was a slapstick comedy movie, but also with, had some substance to it. Some touching moments. Oh yeah. Um, did you ever see the second one? I'm sure you have. Oh, yes. The only thing I remember about that one is a pigeon lady. Wasn't there a lady that feeds pigeons on it? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, and he gives her one of the ornaments from the toy store. I remember he stayed in the toy store in a little house or he hid in there. Mm. I remember that. And then the, I don't know, I love that toy store he went to in the second one. Yeah. I don't know. My goodness, they even did. They kind of rebooted it, didn't they? With some other kid. Um, eventually, it was like Home Alone Three like, was. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, and they incorporated. I remember that one. Now that you bring it up, all these memories are flashing back. I watched that one a lot too. But he had a uh, remote control car. He saw the the people, you know, burglarizing his neighbors, and he put a, an old camcorder on the top of his remote control car and drove it over there somehow. And he had an old, you know, CRT television that he was watching it on. And yeah, it was, I remember that movie. That was a good one. Yeah. I have to go back and uh, watch that now. Uh, Like one and two. Yeah. That's one that I, I don't usually watch every Christmas, but I mean, I've seen it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes me want to go watch it. There you go. What's your num? What's your first one? Not number one. Oh uh, well, one. yeah, number five. Uh, <laughs> my uh, number five is uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. There's Mister Sawyer. He's contemptible, dishonest, selfish, deceitful, vicious. And yet he's out there, and I'm in here. He's called normal, and I'm not. Well, if that's normal, I don't want it. And not, Ooh. not the. Um, and this is a 1947 version, not the new one. Not the one. one with Matilda. Yeah, which I like that one, but I don't. I hate it when they do a remake and then they change the ending, and mm-hmm. like the little twist at the end just wasn't as good as the original. Have you seen the original? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know uh, it as well as I don't know the, this movie as well as I know other movies, but I have seen it. Yeah, I like it a lot. I mean, they had they had a good cast and. Uh, uh, Marina Hare, um, Natalie Wood, which she, you know, famously, you know, kind of. Uh, oh, the boat. Thing. Uh, yeah, the boat. And I mean, she was a famous child actor, but then there was a lot of 
kind of mystery around mm-hmm. like her uh, fate, like what happened to her. And so, does she play the little girl in the movie? Yeah, she yeah she was a little girl. Hmm, but it, it was uh, Edmund Gwynn was on it. He played like Chris Kringle. It, like I said, it's just like a, a heartwarming story, and it's just uh, like I said, a really good, um, really good ending. Like how he uh, got uh, kind of rescued from you know going to insane asylum so i liked it a while if you haven't seen it go go watch that one you need to watch that version it's black and white i think they probably have a colorized version out but yeah that's that's i usually watch that every year i like it a lot well that one's neat too because it shows you how long the thanksgiving day parade has been around mm-hmm. so yeah because aren't they up in the apartment at one point and the parade balloons yeah. are going by yeah i think yeah. i think um did they actually see that's one of my favorite things on Thanksgiving is to watch the parade. And I don't even think they did it this year. They did it, but differently. Yeah, I think uh, this is probably the first year. Maybe they, I know, I think one year they didn't do it because of World War II. Mm. And I guess, like, you know, um, resources were, were tough for the war effort. So mm-hmm. um, they didn't do it. But What's interesting, if you go and look at like the history of Thanksgiving Day Parade, it's just, I mean, they used to release the balloons, like the big balloons. I'll just let them go. Yeah, they'd let them go and then people would find them. And yeah, oh it's my. Just, yeah, you know, <laughs> look it up sometime. I, I was like kind of reading the history of the Thanksgiving Day Parade and it's, it's like really interesting. But yeah, they let those suckers go. <laughs> they, they just let those suckers go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that would that would be neat if you if it landed on your property and then you like made something out of the material well, and then sold it. I might get, be getting this mixed up with something else. I don't want to misspeak, but it seems to me like if you found it, there's a reward. Maybe if you, you like return it, but that could be something else. So don't hold me to that. Everybody, kind of go research that for yourself. It's it's like really interesting, but you know, somebody can. What if it landed on, on someone's car? What if it was landing on someone's car as they're driving? That'd be, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Just get the windshield wipers on. Oh, no, wait. They didn't have windshield wipers then. I could see, you know, all the handlers be like, uh, you know, the new guy. It's like everybody wink, 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 and everybody, let's go, except for the new guy. And... <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't let go, Gary. It's too late. Yeah. Just hold on. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> But yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, that was a good, very good choice. I will say that none of my options are that old. Oh, I, I like some of the older Christmas movies. So I have some, right. but you know. So my next one, again, for me, no particular order, is um, The Holiday, which um, came out in a, you know, what, like early to late 2000s, early 2010s. <laughs> And that's with uh, Kate Winslet, Jack Black, Cameron Diaz. Iris, in the movies we have leading ladies and we have the best friend. You, I, I can tell, are leading lady. But for some reason, you're behaving like the best friend. I have not seen that. Oh, I love it so much. Mostly because I, I would like to be Cameron Diaz because they switch houses. It's basically like a... Airbnb flop, mm. flip flop, where they go on the site and they switch houses for the holiday. So Cameron Diaz lives in this 
big mansion in LA and Kate Winslet lives in this little adorable cottage in the holiday and it's in Surrey, England. So they switch places and Cameron's staying at that cottage. And like, I would love to do that. Stay at an English cottage for Uh holidays with a fire and a cup of tea. Yes, that would be nice. Yeah. Very nice. I have to, I have to check that out. It's really good. And, um, Kate Winslet, while she's staying in L.A., there's some movie references because she runs into this guy who used to be involved with the movie industry. So it's it's very neat. And it's the guy who it's the actor, Eli. I can't remember his last name, but he played in The Good, Bad and the Ugly. He played the ugly. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I love that movie. I'll, I could watch it all the time. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll uh, see if I can find it on one of the streaming services. I have it you if just, you'd like to borrow it. Oh, okay. Well, that's an yeah. option, too. You haven't got the, the Star Wars holiday special, Christmas special on here, do you? No, but I did okay. buy, this has nothing to do with it, but I did buy for myself for Christmas uh, the Squadron video game, and I'm playing oh. it. Yeah. Oh, what are you playing that on? Xbox One. Oh, okay. Are you on that? I I do have it. I um. I haven't got to play much, but I do have it. So I literally started playing it Thursday, and I only played it for like a half hour. So did you get past the tutorial? I am like I. The, uh, I don't know if I'm are you, still are you, in it. Were you playing the story, or are you just online? Story. Okay. Yeah, I was like, like flying around, like they were playing. Who's <laughs> that idiot flying that X-wing? <laughs> like when I was first, you know, when you're first the learning curve. Yeah. But, I'm I've got it kind of down, um, but I'm playing on like a beginner, not the oh, yeah. basic beginner, but the next step up. And I cannot figure out how to fire my missiles. Mm. Like I can fire the the lasers, but I can't I, fi- I can't get the missiles to fire. Maybe you have to switch them with the D pad. But oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, we're probably off topic, but. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we're we're spiraling hole. out of yeah, yeah, rabbit hole. But but hey, it's six degrees of separation there because like uh we had a good segue between the Star Wars Christmas special and squadrons. There you go. <laughs> oh anyway, um so what's your number two for holiday movies? My number two is a little bit more contemporary. It is Elf. I I'm I'm here with my dad and we never met. And he wants me to sing him a song. <laughs> and um, I was adopted, but you didn't know I was born. So I'm here now. I found you, Daddy. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. Elf. Yeah, Elf. Um, with uh, directed by Jean. Uh, Jean Favreau. Yeah. Um, which is again, he he directs the uh, Mando. So. Yeah. We're going back to Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's uh, like a, you know, really cute, funny Christmas. I watch it every year. Yeah, and it has a Zoe. Um... Dachanel. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> yeah, it's got everybody. I mean, it's got Ed Asner, Bob Newhart, James Caan, uh, even uh, John Pierre. Yeah, Bob Pierre Newhart is the elf Papa, at the North Pole, right? Yeah, Papa yeah. Elf. <laughs> and it also has uh, John Favreau, is that he plays the doctor? Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, 
Um, See, I know I know that movie and I've watched it, but I don't have it as well memorized as other people. If I think probably you do. Yeah, it's one of those um, kind of like cult classic type yeah. movies. I mean, like yeah. I I do know the line, "Buddy Elf, what's your favorite color?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good. Like I said, it's I usually watch it sometime or maybe twice during the holiday season, but. I do like me that some of that movie. And it is a movie that you can easily not have watched like the beginning of it and like turn a yeah. channel and it be on and you just you get into watching it. Yeah, and and they I mean John uh is good at that. Like when he directs stuff, he has a lot of throwback stuff to the old kind of claymation TV specials, yeah. you know, when Buddy's like at the North Pole and Mr. Narwhal's there and uh you know the puffins and it's just, uh, you know, he gets a little, a lot of little, little details in there. So, and Will Ferrell is awesome. And uh, yeah, and actually, you know, um, like the head elf, not. Oh not yeah, Papa he's elf. from. He's from. Oh wait, the head elf. Maybe I'm, I'm sorry. Call uh, me elf one more time. No, no, no. That's that's Peter Dinklage, but he's on <laughs> yes. there. Yeah, uh, Ming Ming. Yeah. Uh, Ming Ming is actually Peter Billingsley, uh, which uh, from A Christmas Story, he was Ralphie. So if you didn't know that, go back and watch it. Uh, And he's the one that kind of has the, you know, Kevin Bacon also in this. No, (laughs) no, but I mean, hey, everybody else is in it. But yeah, he's he's in it. So I didn't know that like the first couple of times I watched it uh, and I found out and I like I went back and kind of. And I was just like, wow. And also, I mean, he must know, I mean, because uh, John uh, Favreau directed Iron Man. Well, uh-huh. Peter Billingsley was like something like uh, one of the producers uh, oh. on Iron Man. So it's I wonder if they're kind of buddies um, in real that's life. that's why they named him Buddy, buddy Dell. Yeah, Buddy <laughs> Dell. But just it's, you know, connections, all the little, little connections. So. Oh, Yeah. He was also, Peter Billingsley was also in the last Spider-Man movie. He was... uh, Far From Home. Far From Home. He was one of the kind of like mysterious henchmen. No, he was like one of the the tech people behind the scenes. But yeah, he's he's in that too. See, now I've only seen it once. So... Yeah. Um, All right. So my next one, let's pick from the list. Scrooged. Surprise! <laughs> Who would have thunk? Listen, I call the meal breaks around here. Oh, Frank, I'm sorry. Look, if it means that much to you, I'll call everybody back and you can tell them it's time to go to dinner. Hey, everybody, hold on a minute. Frank's got something to say to you. Go ahead. I think it's time you and I had a little talk, Bryce. Um, no, I just remember this movie. Now, there are some dark themes to this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, dark humor and i watched it as a child and got none of it (laughs) as a kid um and that was the first movie where i saw you know i think that was honestly other than the muppet one that was the first one where i saw him like time traveling and i love time traveling period so when i saw this movie i I just really liked it was christmas and time traveling what um But yeah, so and then I've I watched it with my sisters and we have jokes about the movie all throughout it, like, oh poor poor Frank, let's not fight. And then she slaps him. 
<laughs> but um, I, I just, oh, yeah. it's a good movie. Now that the, the scene with the old boss guy, you know, when he's like dead and he's it's oh, like yeah. his corpse, basically that did freak me out as a child and the golf balls coming out or whatever. <laughs> and he shoots them and oh, yeah. it just makes holes in them. That was a little scary for me when I was a child and I didn't really understand it. But now I still, I still love the movie to this day. I think it's awesome. Yeah, uh, Carol Kane uh, played mm-hmm. uh, the ghost of Christmas present. She cracked me up, which she uh, yeah. actually, you know, she's from Cleveland, Ohio. Did you know she? that? Yeah. No. She's from Cleveland. But uh, she was in Princess Bride, too. Yes, she was. Miracle Max's wife. Wife, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was most recently, I saw her in Hunters on Amazon Prime with Al Pacino Mm -hmm. and Logan Lerman. But she did a very good character in that where, you know, normally she's like goofy, quirky, that kind of stuff. But in this one, she's playing, you know, a Jewish person who was, you know, affected by the Holocaust. And it just, she did a really good job in that series, I think. Yeah, I also liked, um, like Karen Allen was in it, which, um, you know, she kind of played Bill Murray's love interest in that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, she was from Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was always, like, yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. So I was a kid, you know, she wasn't, she was in several things, but then she kind of just disappeared. She wasn't in a whole lot after the 80s. Uh, mm-hmm. But I always liked, because I liked her as an actress, and it was, like, cool seeing her in that that movie, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Your turn. Oh, my turn. Let's see. My number three is actually a Christmas story. I had no idea, Phil, that you <laughs> liked that movie. <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. There it is. The holy grail of Christmas gifts. The Red Rider 200-shot range model air rifle. And there he is. Red Rider himself. In his hand was the knurled stock of as coolly deadly looking a piece of weaponry as ever I had laid eyes on. You run in the run every year, don't you? Except this year. Um, well, I haven't done it every year. Uh, but yeah, that is, I mean, they did film exteriors and a lot of the stuff in Cleveland. Yeah, there's Cleveland again. We've said it like three times this episode. Yeah, Look at that. we did. Everything's Cleveland. That's the heart of Christmas. Uh, but no, I mean, a lot of, uh, which, well, they're uh, refurbishing the whole street. I mean, they had the house refurbished where it was filmed. And I mean, it's quite a story behind it. Uh, but they do have like a race there every year. And usually they have one of the actors that uh, was in the film that's there. And like I went, um, uh, Randy, the whole kid was there the year that I did it. I ain't saw my race bib, so. Does anybody try to lick any poles? <laughs> no, but they do. Uh, it's cool because you start out at um, the actual uh, department store mm-hmm. that's in the movie. And then you run to the house and it's like, that. that's a 5K. If you come back, it's a 10K. And then they have like a big jumbotron on the, the highway and they show the movie and you get Ovaltine at the finish line. Oh, that's neat. Um, and you get a... Uh, you know, a ticket to go into the house and uh, which I recommend if you're going to go see the house, don't do it because there's so many people from race day. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get in there. So it's, it's, there's a line, you know, waiting. Oh yeah. I've always, I've wanted to do it, but I just, I yeah. just haven't gotten to it. And especially this year, even if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. And my goodness. I mean, who hasn't seen uh, a Christmas story? Cause it's on, I mean, TNT used to show yeah. it 24 hours straight. I mean, 
Um, and it's just, I mean, I don't know. It's a good movie, a good feel-good movie because it kind of takes you back. It's like when you're a kid and seeing Christmas through the eyes of a child. You know how there's always that one thing that you wanted. Well, I will say the way my parents raised me when I watched that movie as a kid, I even thought before he got the BB gun, you'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, he shouldn't be getting the BB gun. Quit asking for the BB They got him the BB gun? What? <laughs> yeah. And even, I mean, look at the, you know, when you're a little kid and you go see Santa and you're like, I mean, you like Santa, but you're kind of terrified of him. I mean, mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of capture that. Oh, goodness. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good uh, a, a really good movie. And uh, they even like at the shop for the house, you can buy a leg lamp if you're so inclined. Is it like, fragile? It is fragile. Very fragile. <laughs> um, I like watching the behind the scenes, like the features for mm-hmm. making the movie and stuff. And it's kind of interesting with the, um, like with the pole. Yeah. Um, I think they actually have the pole, but what they did with that is like, it was hollow and, they had a like a plastic tubing ring up with suction, uh, so you stuck your tongue on there and it stuck, and you could pull back and because um, it looked like his tongue looks like it's stuck yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, it's not a fake tongue because he's sitting there. Ah! Right, yeah, that's, that's that's how they did that. Is like they they actually put like a, a like a plastic tubing up in there that and there was a hole and it had oh, suction. Funny. So they yeah, he stuck his tongue on there so. That's like Home Alone. Nick mentioned on our, on his episode that the Home Alone set was all in like a basketball court at some high school somewhere. The whole house oh, really? setting. Yeah. So everything was done there. And I think there's a Netflix series that mentions that because it talks about the movies that we love and it tells you inside stories to it. But yeah, the Home Alone set was that whole house was manufactured in a basketball court or somewhere like that. Wow. Movie magic. They they are they're the wizards of our world. Our wizard, Harry. <laughs> uh, alrighty. How about my next one? Okay, number two for you. Love Actually. So what's this big news then? We've been given our parts in the Nativity play, <gasps> and I'm the lobster. The lobster? Yeah. In the Nativity play? Yeah, first lobster. There was more than one lobster present at the birth of Jesus. Duh. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. That one that one's one of those that is is a Christmas movie. It takes place around Christmas. Yes, it does. I was actually I... thinking about that before like we started this. Like I was just like thinking about movies, but Yeah. Well, I love it because I love all things from the UK. Yeah. Even as a child. So when that movie came out, which was like what, two thousand one, something like that? Yeah. It wasn't really, you had to go to the theater and see it and you you didn't get the movie right away and it's not really available to everyone. So when I finally got to see it, it was probably late 2000s and I just, I loved seeing a British movie with British accents and, and that was one of the first movies where like Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve where it's taking, mm-hmm. you know, six different stories and bringing them all together yeah. in the end. So I, I really liked that. The biggest part that stands out in that movie that I remember is uh, where they did All You Need Is Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Beach Boys song at the end. And then also um, uh, (laughs) All I Want for Christmas Is You at the little school play. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to delve back in the time machine for my number two. Uh, my uh, number two pick is Holiday Inn. You know what they are, don't you? The holidays. Days of rest. There's lots of them. They, they mark them in red on the calendar so you can't miss them. Ooh, wow. Now, I've uh-huh. never seen that. I know what it is, but I've oh, never seen Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, it's got Ben Crosby, Fred Astaire, uh, Marjorie Reynolds. Uh, I mean, it's got, like, everybody in it. And is the chain of hotels named after that movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. And the whole premise was, you know, there was a, a, a team, partners, and they did, like, uh, kind of like vaudeville shows like singing and dancing and they uh uh ben crosby his character was like just fed up with it and he wanted to just go someplace and buy a farm and like he did and his idea was it would be like kind of a bed and breakfast place where they'd just be open on the holidays and they'd put on like a big Hmm. performance for each holiday Uh, so they'd only work like you know 12 times a year because they'd have like you know, Valentine's Day and like Easter and then they put on this big show. And then Fred Astaire was in it and he kept on like stealing Ben Crosby's like fiancés every it's like a comedy, but I mean that's you know, so he stole his current like fiance. So Ben Crosby's like, you know, just I bought this farm and I'm gonna go and he like yeah. But it's it's like really good. And that's actually where the song White Christmas came from was from that right. movie. And I think uh, I knew that. And then they made the movie from that. Yeah, White Christmas. And actually, it's interesting because it's the same set. They use the same movie. set that, that, that Holiday Inn. I mean, it's supposed to be a different place, but they use the exact same set. So if you go and watch it, see, it's the same Similarity. place. So. Yeah, yeah. This is not as good a movie as Holiday Inn. But speaking of a movie that spans across the holidays there's a movie on netflix called holiday and it's a recent movie and i just watched it and it's they say that it's this guy and girl and they're they're tired of being single during the holidays so they just tell each other we're going to go to holiday events together so that we're not alone and that's cool yeah of course you know yeah you know what happens yeah yeah you know what happens you don't have to be a movie writer to know what happens there. So, yeah, that, but that's that's similar. It's by no means the caliber of Holiday Inn. Wow. Holiday Inn is a classic, so. Yeah, I, I, I need to watch it. I need to watch older things more often. <laughs> Expand your horizons. Watch a Christmas movie you haven't seen before. I'll watch yours. You can watch mine. So There we go. Yeah. So you watch Holiday, and I'll watch Holiday Inn. There you go. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your number one? Um, my this isn't necessarily my number one. Again, I put these in random order, but and I mentioned it on the last one, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Got him. Charlie, stay where you are. Charlie, would you listen to me? Stay up there. He's Santa. You killed him. Did not. And he's not Santa. Well, he was. He's got some ID on him, I bet. Carl, if you can hear me, I'm just looking for identification. Once you figure out who you are, I'll, I'll give you a lift back to the mall. If something should happen to me, put on my suit. The reindeer will know what to do. Yeah, right. Oh, okay, Santa Claus. Yeah, that, that one's a good one. It's different. 
I mean, that's oh, yeah. just uh, terrifying when you're kids. Uh, you can kill Santa. <laughs> I I looked at it not as that he killed him, but that oh, Santa we killed just him. disappeared. We <laughs> we killed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. In my mind, I'm telling you, as I know he straight up killed him, but... <laughs> <laughs> but in my, you know, nine-year-old mind, <laughs> I looked That's at it as it was Santa's retiring, <laughs> not by choice, but by accident. <laughs> it's uh, not elective retirement; it's uh, mandatory. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, anyways, it was his fall from grace. Anyway, um, big fall. But, yeah. uh, I just and I. In mine, again, nine-year-old mine, I thought it was neat that your that his dad became Santa Claus. By killing kid, Santa Claus. <laughs> forget that point. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like he went up there and strangled him with some jingle bells. <laughs> he might as well have. And how does Santa not know? I mean, it was Santa's own fault. I'm sorry, Santa, but it was your own fault that you got caught. You know, <laughs> you know, you're up on the roof. Be more quiet. Make sure everyone's asleep, and no one will run out and yell your name, and you slip off the roof. Right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he was making too much a clatter. Yeah, apparently so. But I, I loved when they visited North Pole, and they made the hot cocoa, and. Um, you met all the elves and, and then the, the technology on the sleigh. And then when the elves break Tim Allen out of jail, uh, with the tinsel, um, I love, I love the movie. I have that memorized back, back and forth. And I learned the difference between claws without an E and claws with an E. Oh, yeah, there you go. I guess they were expecting that to happen because they, I mean, he had a business, right on his business card. If you kill me. It's happened before. Yes, it has. All right. Well, uh, your last one. Can I do a drum roll? Yeah. Uh, White Christmas, my number one. When I'm worried and I can't sleep, I count my blessings instead of sheep. I fall asleep. My <gasps> I'm dreaming of a white. The sequel boom, boom, to Holiday boom. Inn. Yep. Um, and that song got famous and they made a movie out of it, by golly, and even used the same uh, sets. But it's, now you're going to be mad at me, Phil. Yeah, you've never seen it. You need to take a weekend and just watch <laughs> Holiday Inn and then watch White Christmas. You'll thank me. I do. I need to watch older things. Yeah, you need to watch it. Uh, it's got Rosemary Clooney in it, which is George Clooney's like aunt. Aunt. It's got Danny oh. Kaye. I mean, it's uh, Ben Crosby. So, yeah, you definitely need to to watch it. No, that I mean, it's a classic. Everyone talks about it. Yeah. I just have never yeah. seen it. Well, this might surprise you. Until like a few years ago, I'd never seen uh, It's a Wonderful Life. And I finally sat down and watched it because everybody's seen it and everybody talks about it. But uh, yeah. Philip! I mean, well, hey, don't you fill up me because you haven't seen... <laughs> <laughs> Two movies are probably more iconic than that. 
So okay. you, you got the double whammy. There's two of them. But I, no, I've seen I, it. I, I rectified the situation. Honor? I went and saw it. No, my defense, <laughs> my defense, Your Honor, is that It's a Wonderful Life plays like every year on Christmas Eve, like the whole evening. <laughs> And and they well, don't play on, White Christmas and Holiday Inn on network television. I, I was watching Christmas Story on Christmas Eve because they were playing it twenty four <laughs> hours straight on TNT. But hey, now, you know what? I I fixed that situation. I have since watched it. So now you need to go and erase that. You know that horrible, horrible um, decision. Decision you made that to not watch it. You need to go. You go watch it this this year. So I'm going to ask you about it on the next podcast. I'm going to I'm going to grill you on it. So you better. Uh... Yes, professor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to watch it. Um, <clears throat> hey, no, listen, I will watch it because I I've told you and I messaged you, but I'm going to tell our viewers I watched Stardust like you told me to, mm. and, and you it was that? awesome. Yeah, it was. I loved it. Yeah, it's a good movie. If you like The Princess Bride, you like Stardust. Yeah, because it's this uh, fantasy adventure, and it's got little stories here and there, and then right. it rounds it all off at the end, and you meet all these interesting characters, which I did not see that happening to Robert De Niro, yeah. but I loved it. <laughs> I, loved, yeah. I, lo I loved his character. But yeah, it's uh, it's a very good movie. It's on Netflix, and people should watch it. And it has Daredevil in it. Yeah, it does. And then, um, who uh, who's the girl? That's... Um... Oh, Claire Danes. Yeah, Claire Danes. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. uh she's married to uh what's his name? She's, Hugh Dancy. Yeah. Hugh Dancy. He plays he's in Ella Enchanted and he's in some other yeah. things. I love him. Yeah. And I love Claire Danes. But also, so the guy that plays the younger version of his dad mm -hmm. is the villain in the first season of um oh Frank Castle. What's his name? The character. Oh, like you mean the Punisher? Punisher. The first the season Punisher? of the Punisher. The guys who who his face gets scraped up on the broken mirror. Oh, okay. He yeah, he's the same actor that plays Daredevil's father in this. Okay. In the yeah, I didn't know Star that. Wars. And I didn't know yeah. that uh, Superman was in it. You had to tell me. And it's like I didn't recognize. Of course, back then he wasn't Superman. I mean, he wasn't right. Um. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw him right away and I was like, that guy looks that that chin dimple looks familiar. And <laughs> I had recognized that chin dimple. <laughs> Do you have like I have one that's a, like a, a runner up that it's so bad it's good. It's probably like one of the worst Christmas Ooh. movies ever okay. made. You, can you think of anything like that? A bad Christmas movie. Yeah, but it's so cheesy and B grade that it's actually uh, is it new or old? Oh, it's old. Okay, so bad it's so bad it's good. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what. Uh, Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Um, <laughs> it was yeah, uh, it was 1964. You need to like, <laughs> like it's like really, really bad <laughs> cheesy sci-fi movie, but you'll laugh your butt off. Someone yeah. was growing some plants when they made that. <laughs> they must have, but. Like I said, trust me, trust me on this. Just at least check it out or watch the trailer or something. Oh, that's funny. Well, yeah. So is that is that your uh, not typical Christmas movie that you pick? 
No, that's my just like it's it's a Christmas movie. It's got that's Santa just in it. Cray cray Christmas. And that's just movie. like yeah, it's just like something that's like so bad it's like entertaining to watch. <laughs> All right. Well, so what's your what's your uh unconventional Christmas movie? Okay. Well, my unconventional Christmas movie, and I usually watch this while I'm wrapping presents, is Lord of the Rings. I like the what? trilogy. Yes, it is I never because knew, Phil. I know you didn't. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. But, um, no, because, I mean, those came out, when they came out, they came out at Christmas time. And, like, for three years in a row, that was our thing, is, like, we'd get a group together and, um, you know, go to the mall and see those at Christmas time. And it just, it just... Like I said, after you did it for three years, like right at Christmas time, it just, I don't know, you, you kind of got nostalgic at Christmas time. You like popped them in and uh, it's not really a Christmas movie, but I consider it one because it just uh, it has all the, the feels. Does that mean that when you're opening your Christmas gifts on Christmas morning, you could go, my precious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so that was a really bad, bad golem. I apologize. What what is what is yours? What about yours? Mine is Hook. Oh, is it Hook? Yeah. Okay. You killed Rufio. You kidnapped my children. You deserve to die. Strike, Japan. Strike true. Daddy, let's go home, please. He's just a mean old man without a mommy. Yeah, Dad, let's go. He can't hurt us anymore. Bless your child, good form, Jack. After all, what would the world be like without Captain Oak? I want you to take your ship and go. Because it's it's around Christmas time, but it's not necessarily Christmas, you know. You know, um, I like Hook. I like that movie a lot. And it kind of got yeah. a lot of flack when it came out. It just, I, I mean, the critics didn't, you know, treat it very well. But I, I thought that was a like a really good movie. I like it. I love it. Dustin Hoffman as Hook is amazing. Oh, yeah. Shmee! Shmee! <laughs> Stop me, Shmee! Oh, and I love the baseball game and the yeah. food fight. Oh, my gosh. The food fight. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Rufio, Rufio. I think they <laughs> Rufio, Rufio. Um, no, the I'm surprised unless I missed out on it and my parents just hid it from me because they didn't want me to have it. But I'm surprised they didn't market that food and sell it, like ice cream that looked like it oh, from yeah. the movie or whipped cream or something like that. But yeah, I just I love it. And um, what's her name's Tinkerbell? Um, oh, Julia Roberts. There you go. There you go. Yeah, but. that um, that had um, well, Gwyneth Paltrow was in. It. I mean, it had a lot of people. Gwyneth Paltrow was in it. She was uh, Wendy and or mm -hmm. young Wendy, and like it's funny because Glenn Close is in it and she plays a pirate, but she's a man, and so it's just a cameo. Oh, um, I didn't know that. I mean, as a kid, I'm not noticing it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you you wouldn't know unless you're looking for it. It's like uh, the one where. The, I think they're putting her in the boo box or him in the boo. Put him in the boo box. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. And that's, that's uh Glenn close. Um, huh. Yeah. So that's just like a little, 
cameo. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Buffett's in it. He's like one of the pirates. Um, See, that's I mean, stuff that make movies awesome is little things like that, I think. And Carrie Fisher was in it. Just, I mean, I think George Lucas had a little cameo in it. Oh, who directed it? It was uh, that was uh, Steven Spielberg. That's yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Maggie Smith just, was in it. It had that. It had that. The way he filmed it, it just yeah. had the the whimsical feel to it. Like it almost yeah. like the the camera was foggy, and it just it made it made it feel magical. You know. Yeah, it did, and the music and everything. It was like really, mm-hmm. uh, really well done, put together, and yeah, that's oh, like yeah. A, one of my favorite movies. So, yeah, I never really considered a Christmas movie. So, they're technically on. They're in London for Christmas holiday, but the majority wow. of the movie takes place in Leverland. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and then Phil Collins was in it too. He was Inspector. A lot of cameos, and it was just a good movie. I liked it. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, why what don't about, we do? Well, is is Sarah's um, is hers like someone I know is um, their favorite is like the Harry Potter movies. Is that like Sarah? Is that her? Sarah like, said uh, Home Alone on the last one. I do like the Harry. But Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. <laughs> Happy Christmas, Hermione. Um, I, I think I would stay at Hogwarts for Christmas, like one year if I was there. Well, especially if you're going back to Privet Drive. Yeah. I think I feel like there's a lot of shenanigans that go on there at Christmas, but absolutely, it's almost like. Did you on the last day of school, like for me throughout high school, the last day of school you could choose whether to go or not, and I always went because it was so fun to be in an environment where you were supposed to be studying and not studying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just uh, like one of those one of the things about like watching the Harry Potter movies that makes it is like the food, man. Like even the books where they talk about the food and <laughs> everything. Oh yeah, I just oh, like yeah. man, those feasts are. No, but I would put it on the list, but I also everyone knows I love Harry Potter. Um, yeah. So I put I put those other ones on there to try to be more Christmassy and holidayish. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, quiz time! Yay! <laughs> um, okay, so Phil, yep. I don't know how many I have here, but we're just gonna go through them. Okay. And all of these questions are questions about Christmas movies. Okay? Okay. Old and new and through and through. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number one. The Polar Express became a huge holiday favorite in the mid-2000s. Star Tom Hanks works overtime playing multiple roles, but how many characters did he play? And I can give you options or you can just answer. Um, let's see. He played Santa Claus. He played the conductor. He played the the creepy hobo guy. I'm going to say three. I can't think of any other. He probably played somebody else, but I'm going to go with three. I, I keep, uh, five keeps on flashing in the back of my head. I can only think of three at the moment. In the hot I'm going to give you the options. Okay. 12, 3, or 6? Threeve. Threeve? 
Philip, we have hey, already thanks. learned from previous episodes that you cannot choose three. Trebek. <laughs> um, I'd say six. You did it! Congratulations! Okay, so Tom plays the hero boy, the father, the conductor, the hobo, Scrooge, and Santa Claus. What's Scrooge? I don't remember Scrooge being in there. Yeah. Alrighty. So, the next question. Around the same time, Will Ferrell won, won our hearts as the super festive Buddy in the film Elf. Mm-hmm. Buddy finds out he was adopted by Santa and sets out to find his real father in New York. Which iconic building does his real dad work in? Um, give me options because I can't think of it. I know what it is, but I can't think of it. Empire State Building, Sears Tower, or Bloomingdale's? It's Empire State Building, isn't it? You did it! Yay. Congratulations! All righty. Next one. Arnold Schwarzenegger faced his toughest opponent yet, Christmas shopping season, in the comedy Jingle All the Way. What was the name of the trendy toy his son desperately wanted? Turbo Man. You did it! Congratulations! And not to bring Star Wars into it, but Anakin Skywalker is in that. The kid played Anakin in The Phantom Menace, uh, Jake Lloyd. Oh, yes, he did. Okay. I was like, wait, Hayden Christensen was in this? No, no. That, that, that movie too. I mean, that had some pretty dark crap in it. Like, if you want, if you go back and watch that, it's just like which one? Jingle and yeah, Jingle. All the way. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's just kind of like whoa. Oh like yeah. The, like the neighbor, like the kept neighbor on hitting on the mom. Wife. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then you had like the black market Santa, like <laughs> selling the, uh, you know, the knockoff stuff. I mean, yeah, it was like kind of some. No, it was. It was. It was like Santa falling off the roof. Yeah. Um, Okay, next one. It wasn't quite that dark, but... It wasn't as dark as Santa dying. (laughs) Um, Okay. In How the Grinch Stole Christmas, starring Jim Carrey, what's Mm -hmm. the name of the title character's dog? Max. You did it! Congratulations! A a trick question. I was like... (laughs) Max. What would the trick be? I don't know. I mean, um, you have to say something like the Grinch. Too, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds exactly like him. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Uh, well, I'll give you a piece of trivia on of the original. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the animated mm-hmm. classic. Oh, yeah. uh, do you know who sang the Your Mean One, Mr. Grinch song? You're a mean one. Uh, let me think. James Earl Jones. No. It's it's a voice actor that did uh, Tony the Tiger. They're great! But he sang You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. And I don't know his name. That's I don't know if he was credited in the original movie, but... Wow. I think his name's Thurl Ravenscroft. I thought you were going to say Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to stop this episode now because my mind has just been blown. Yep. All right. Next question. 
All righty. Let's see if you can get this since you watched it recently. An eternal holiday favorite, It's a Wonderful Life, takes place in which fictional town? Oh, I know that. I mean, um, well, 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 gee, Clarence, um, <laughs> I can't think of it. It's. I'm going to ring a little bell right now. Yeah, ring a bell. Ding, ding, ding. Give me, give me options. I know it, but I can't think of it. Okay. Paradise Falls, Langley Falls, or Bedford Falls? Bedford Falls. You did it! Congratulations! Good job. You, an angel just got its wings because you got that answer right. Ding, ding, ding. Ding. Yay. All right. Next question. A teenager gets more than he bargained for from his Christmas present in the 80s cult hit Gremlins. Which Disney film do the furry critters end up watching at a movie theater? Oh. Was it Snow White? You did it! Congratulations! <laughs> I hope, Yay for me. I hope. It's off to the correct answer you go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't whistle. I've been drinking eggnog. Um, that was really bad, yeah, too. Yeah. Well, and then the second one, like Count Dooku's in that. I'm sorry. I got to bring up another Star Wars reference. Uh, Christopher. Um, 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 no, I can't plumber. think. No, it's not Plumber. Not Plumber. It's, uh, shoot. Because they play Star on too. Yeah. Um, Christopherson. Uh uh, shoot, everybody's like shouting at their computer screen right now. You idiot, it's... No, you know who's shouting at it? Robbie is shouting at it right now. Yeah. He's listening. It's Christopher something something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shoot. Who, who is it? Who is it, Robbie? Yell it at the, at the radio and we might hear it. <laughs> Christopher Lee. Hang on. Christopher Lee. The yeah. Shortest name in the world. <laughs> I can't think of it. Yeah, he um, he was in the second one, the sequel. All right, here's the next question. Christmas was all around in the British ensemble comedy Love Actually, but who played the UK Prime Minister who fell in love with a member of his staff? Uh, uh, was it Hugh Laurie? Not Hugh Laurie. Um, Hugh Grant? You did it! What, what, what Congratulations! Hugh Borg? <laughs> I think it was Hugh. You, yeah. Hugh right there. One of those Hughes. <laughs> Hugh know the answer. Um, okay, next one. It may not be very traditional, but Die Hard has become an alternative Christmas movie for people looking to get away from the schmaltz. What does Detective John McClane write on the sweater of a dead henchman to send a message to Hans Gruber? Oh, crap. I mean, literally, that's what he wrote. No, I... <laughs> uh, I probably haven't seen that movie since the 90s. Mm -hmm. Would uh, you like options? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do it in my Bruce Willis voice, even okay. though he writes it. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> or... <laughs> that's more Jack Nicholson. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Bruce Willis, all like, I don't know what Bruce Willis voice. Uh, yippee ki yay and something else. And then the third option is, now I have a machine gun. 
ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I'm wanting to say, I'm wanting to say it's the first one, but I think it's going to be the third one. The now I have a machine gun. Yeah. You did it! Congratulations! Because okay. I know he, I know he says like, "Welcome to the party, pal." Sometime. Mm -hmm. I, I, well, he says yippee ki yay. Yeah, yeah. All of these, it's funny. Most of these movies were met. We've mentioned already. I had questions for, but That's funny, in the yeah. San, yeah, in the Santa Claus, Tim Allen plays Scott, an overworked dad who accidentally inherits the Mur job of murder Santa. Santa. <laughs> who murders Santa? As you can see, it. the wordage is accidentally. He probably was like getting up there to put like banana peels on the on the roof. <laughs> he greased down the top of the roof. <laughs> Um, what was Scott's original job? Murder for hire. No. Um. <laughs> yeah. Assassin. Uh, was he... Now, was he putting lights up? No. No, what What was his actual job? Oh, you mean like yeah. what he did? Like uh, what did he get paid to do? I remember him being at work and getting real fat. Wearing sweatpants eventually. I don't know. Give me options on that. Postal worker, football coach, or advertising executive? A advertising executive. You did it! Congratulations! Yep. All righty. Macaulay Culkin was home for the holidays in the blockbuster Home Alone. Which city did his family visit, leaving him behind to fend off burglars? Are they going to Paris? You did it! Congratulations! Yeah, I know in the second I was in New York, but... Yeah. No, I, I thought it was Chicago when I was first doing it, but then I was like, no, they went, they flew on a plane. But it was Chicago she had to fly to, and then she was on, the mother was on the U-Haul yeah. with, what was his Uncle name? Buck. Um, John Candy. Yeah, Uncle Buck. Yes, John Candy. There well, because we you think think it, it, if it was anywhere kind of like in the United States, it'd kind of blow the whole premise out of the movie because they just like they could be home in probably like four or five hours. Right. Right. Oh yeah. They call an Uber. All right, and here's the here's the last one we're gonna ask. Wet bandits. Okay. That's the answer. This... Wet bandits. <laughs> That's right. No. Um, so this is kind of an out there question. Okay. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, 1992's dark blockbuster Batman Returns is technically a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. What decoration do Batman and Catwoman say can be deadly if you eat it? Mistletoe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee! Great job, everybody. It's great to meet you. Hi. Yep. Because it can be. That's true. Yeah, well, um, I mean, poinsettias are deadly to dogs yeah. and animals, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever seen mistletoe? Have you ever seen mistletoe? Like, I mean, hanging up from a string, yeah. Like well, like okay, like so in nature? Yeah. Because it grows up in trees, so like if you go, like there's an area where there's like a bunch of trees that's just full of mistletoe. If you look at it, I mean it's it's like oh. kind of it's it's a fungus, it's a parasite, but yeah, especially you can see it like really well like in the fall and stuff when the leaves are off the trees. 
but yeah, they're just gobs of it. I'm sorry. You know you- I've just learned something major. Mistletoe is a fungus. It's a parasite. I believe, I, I believe it's like a. I, I could let me look it up because. Um, and we've chosen to use that to kiss under. <laughs> I guess <laughs> we're gonna lip on this. Um, <laughs> Seriously, that's so strange. Uh, they're attached to their. I guess it's not maybe a fungus, but. But hey, let's let's hang this parasite from the ceiling. Well. Around a happy time of the year. <laughs> yeah, but it is a parasitic plant, so it grows on other... Anyway, thank you for that uh, that different tidbit of Christmas. Yep, yep. no problem. Glad, glad I could educate you a little bit. <sighs> yes, thank you, Professor. Thank you, Professor. <laughs> Phil, this is so fun talking about Christmas. It's gotten me into the mood. I'm going to yeah. go watch... I'm going to go watch... Mandalorian and then a Christmas movie. <laughs> and which Christmas movie are you going to watch? Well, I'm going to tell my teacher, my professor, that I'm going to watch the Ho- Holiday Inn and White Christmas. But I'm actually going to watch uh, the Santa Claus and watch Santa get murdered. <laughs> uh, I know what. No, what other movie you're going to watch? What other movie? What other movie did you tell me to watch? Santa Claus versus the Martians. Oh yes! How could I forget? Um, wait. I've got my pen. Can you hear me uncapping it? Yeah. That was me uncapping it, and I'm writing it down. Versus the Martians. You know what? Maybe it's maybe you're kind of putting it on, and and I'm thinking it's going to be like an attack or something. But it's really that there. It's a court case, and it's Santa Claus v yeah. Martians. <laughs> you should at least watch the trailer if you don't watch if you can't make it through. Is it Santa Claus conquers the Martians? Yeah. That's what oh, I'm not at. versus. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Here, here we go. I'm going to play the trailer. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Oh, my Lord. It's literally a cardboard box. Yeah. The Martian leader battles the wicked Bodar in a desperate effort to save Santa. The Wise Man of Mars. 900 years. Yeah, it's really bad. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, it is. Alrighty, well, that'll let's end that on a very weird Christmassy note. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, so we would like to wish everyone listening a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yep, Merry Christmas. Yep. And uh, hopefully a COVID free new year. Yes. Yeah. Day by day. <laughs> Enjoy a safe holiday with the family that you can be around and hope that you can be in contact with the family that you can't be around. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas.